This is Gemarink Subayas Daf Kof Atas. Today's year has been generously sponsored by a friend of the Daf in Eschos and in honor of the incredible Chabura as we close in on the final few days of this wonderful Masech of Ksubis. Emir Tashem, the learning of the Chabura should bring Yeshua Isa to the entire Chabura. And just a quick announcement, anyone that would like the sponsorship for the upcoming month of Cheshvan, as we're going to beginning a new Mesechta, the Mesechta Nedarim, begins right after Cheshvan starts on Thursday, are open, as well as subsequent Dafim, please reach out. And we're holding on the bottom of Kuf Ches Amid Beis. And once again, another Mishnah, Continuing the halachas of Admain, the halachas of Admain that are contested, the halachas of Admain, excuse me, that are contested. So says the Mishnah, an interesting uh, wording over here, someone promises money to his son-in-law, his daughter is getting married, and the prospective father-in-law promises he's going to give such and such some as a dowry. But then, instead of paying up, what does he do? He literally extends his foot to him, which as Rashi over here points out, it's a lesson of Bizayinu. Basically, he defaults and he does not actually pay like he says. So we have a father-in-law who's obligated to pay to his son-in-law based on his own admission what he's going to give. But then he subsequently does not pay up. Says the Mishnah as we turn over to today's daf of Koftes of an Aleph, Tishiv Achetel bin Raishai. The Chassan could let the Kala sit until her hair turns white. Her father was the one that obligated himself to pay. So the Chassan could leave her. She's sitting there. They did Erison already. The Chassan could wait until the father in law decides to pay up and then he'll consummate the marriage. She could say, listen, if I obligated myself, then I'd agree with you. Then you're right. I would say it until my hair turns white. But now that my father was the one that stipulated the cash, what am I able to do? I canus, I potter. She could say, either marry me, or potter, or release me, or let me go and marry someone else. That is what Admain says, that she did nothing wrong. Why is she being punished for her father's antics? Amar Rav Gamliel, Rayaniyas Tivri Amman, Rav Gamliel, Sajid the Admain. Says the Gemara, Masnisan, like Kaitana. Our Mishnah is not like the following Braisa. Do not disagree in the aforementioned case of our Mishnah when one promises money to his son-in-law. And then, and then he defaults. That everyone agrees that she could say, what do you want from me? I did nothing wrong. Alma Nechliku says, Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yudah, what is the Machleik of Sinad and the Chachamim? Al Shaposka hi al Atzma. The Machleik is solely in a case in which she promises the money on herself. Shechachamim, I mean, the Chachamim said, you brought this issue onto yourself. Sin until your hair turns white. It's your fault. You have to make good on your promise. 
And in this case, even though she herself, and let's remember, in the Mishnah, in this case where she herself said, I understand if I promised it, but my father, what am I supposed to do? But now we're discussing this Brisa. In the case where she promised, and even in this case, Adman Aimer, I thought that my father was going to pay for me. My father is not playing up for me. Marry me or your father. So says Rabbi Yisib, Rabbi Yehuda, the Machlaikis is only in a case where she makes the promise, not in a case in which the father makes the promise. In the case in which the father makes the promise, in which the Mishnah said they are arguing there, says Rabbi Yisib, Rabbi Yehuda, everyone agrees that she could say, it's not my fault. The Machlaikis is where she makes the promise. Omar Rav Gamliel, and in this case, says the Admain. And in this case, Rav Gamliel is siding with Admain that she could say, I thought my father was going to pay up for me, and he is not. Says the Gemara, Tano, we learned. Says the Braisa. In what case are we discussing? And the Gemara in a moment is going to explain and, and elaborate a bit more. In what case with the Gedailah, where the woman upon discussion is a Gedailah, she's of age. But if she is a Kitana, then a Kaifin. Then we use force. Says the Gemara Kaifin Leman. Who are we forcing? If you're going to tell me that we're forcing the father to pay what the daughter promised, then it should be the opposite. It should be the exact opposite, as the Rashi in the top line points out. That if we're forcing the father, the opposite is logical. That what? If she is a Gedaila, then her words have validity. Then we should force the father. But if she's a Kitana, who cares about her words? Says Rava, in the case of a Kitana, we force the husband to give a get. We don't let them stay in the state of limbo. So that is a brisa. That is a brisa that is making good. Uh, excuse me. That is a brisa that is elaborating a bit deeper on the case at hand. Now, ben And let's pay attention carefully. Twenty lines down. First word in the line is Yitzchak. Says if Yitzchak ben Elazar mishmei dechizkia kol makom shamer avgamil raini as divrei admoin halacha kamoisei. Says Rav Yitzchak ben Elazar, any time that Rav Gamliel sides with Admain, we're paskining like him. Amar le Rava says, Rava le Rav Nachman afilu b'braisa. Is that even when Rav Gamliel in the Braisa said, Royania is divrei Admain? Amar le, he said, responds Rav Nachman, Mika amrinu b'mishnah. Did I say that we possibly have Gamliel in a Mishnah? Bechal makayim sh'amar Rav Gamliel kamrinan. Wherever Rav Gamliel says his din, we paskin like him. Wherever Rav Gamliel sides with Admain, we paskin with him. Now, very good. So that's when we're going to paskin like Admain. Now we have to pause for a moment and inquiring minds that are thinking right now that there's a problem. Because if we're paskin like Rav Gamliel, who paskin like Admain in both of the aforementioned cases of the Mishnah and the Braisa, Asks Taisus over here, that's a complete impossibility because the Brisa and the Mishnah contradict each other. 
So how does the Gemara just tell us that we're possibly in both cases? So Taisus comes along and Taisus says there were only Pasnaik of Gamliel in that which he sides with Admain in the Braisa, but not in the case of the Braisa that he said that they're not arguing. Okay, that was a little bit technical. Those who got it great, those who did not at least will probably understood the Gemara's Kasha. Continues the Gemara. Two things that Hanan said, and this is obviously going back on the previous Mishnayis that we had the Machlikzim between Hanan. So says Rabbi Bar two matters in which Hanan weighed in on. Halacha ki The halacha is like those who agree with him, referring to Rabbi Yechlem ben Zakai. This brings us back to Dav Kofay, to Dav Zayin. Then in both of those cases, Rabbi Yechlem ben Zakai said, Yafa Dibarta, that Hanan spoke well, and says the Gemara, that is our Pasch, and he says, Rabbi Yirmiya, Shiva Dvarim Shamar Admon, Ein Halacha Kei But the seven things that Admon says, the Halacha does not follow the one that is Kiyotzei boy. We have to figure out what that means. The Halacha does not literally follow Rav Gamliel, that sided with Admin. So now we have to figure out what exactly is the statement of Zeram or Eber Yirmiyah weighing in on the two cases of Hanan, the seven cases of Admin, weighing in and saying, Ki boy, that by Hanan we paskin Ki boy like Rav and Zakai, but by Admin we do not paskin Ki boy like Rav Gamliel. Says the Gemara, my Kamar, what exactly are you saying? You mean to say the two first cases in Kofein Kofzain that Hanan said Odin we baskin like him and Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakai v'shev advarim shamer admin and Allah kemaisai and the seven matters of admin which by the way we only said three of them so far but the seven items which we're going to see the other four. In the coming Mishnahis, we do not baskin like Anmoin, nor do we baskin like Rav Gamliel. In all seven cases, but I can't be. Four lines in the wide lines. We just finished saying a moment ago that whenever Rav Gamliel says that Allah is like Admin, we bask in that way. So how could you tell me that in all seven cases we do not bask in like Admin? But we know that at least in some of the cases in which Rav Gamliel says we follow Admin, that is the Allah. Allah says the Gemara, this is what it means in the last narrow line. The two items that Hanan waited on, we baskin like him, and like those who agree with him, Rav Gamliel, Sheva Dvarim, excuse me, Rav Yechon and Zakai, Sheva Dvarim Shamar Admoin, Eina Lachiki, I'd say, boy, the seven items. That Admoin Paskin Don in Alachiki Yoitze Boy, we do not Paskin like those who follow Admoin, meaning Rabin Gamliel, Hakamaisai, Halachai Bekulu. But the, the Hakamaisai, the Lachas like himself, Admoin in all of them, meaning we don't Paskin like Rav Gamliel, who only agrees partially, but rather like Admoin. 
asks the Gemara on the second white line, one second. I've Amr, have you to be in a loss? Mishmay the Chizya, come on, come on, come on, come on, come the statement that we just quoted, says, whenever I see the words of in this implies that when Rav Gamliel said that Allah is like Rav Gamliel Admoin, that's indeed Rav Gamliel like Admoin. And Lo Yomar Loi, when Rav Gamliel did not say we bask like Admoin, it sounds like we do not bask like Admoin. And based on what we just said, it would come out not that way. Says the Gemara, Elohi Kamar, the third and final attempt. Shneid varim shamer chan Elohi Kamar sichayot by very good. Shiva dvarim shamer admoin yesh ben shalachi kamar sichayot by. There's sometimes he passes like admoin and like Rav Gamliel. Yesh ben shen Elohi Kamar sichayot by. And there's sometimes we don't pass like admoin, but rather we pass like Rav Gamliel. But come, Rav Gamliel Raimi is every admoin Elohi Kamar sichayot. Enoch, Lai, but other cases not. So a little bit of a lengthy discussion trying to figure out the statement of Rav Zira, Omar, Bar but it's coming out like we started out saying that in any case in which we're paskining, let Rav Gamliel pass like Admon, those are indeed going to be the cases that that is going to be the Halacha Lemaisa. We continue with the Mishnah on the bottom of Koftesim and Aleph, which is case in din number four, of Admin. If someone is Moirer on a field, someone comes into Bezin one day and says, Ruben, the house, the field he's living on is not his, it's mine. But Ruben pulls out his star, and on the star that Ruben bought this field, the person that's coming into Bezdin has signed on that star. Let's say I walk into bed and I see the field that Reuven has is not his but mine. Reuven says, I don't understand. Look, here's my shah that I bought this field. And it says, Avi Slansky signed in the bottom. Paid, he signed as an eight. So, says, you know what I could say? I could say, you're right, I signed. But you know why I signed? Because the Rishon, the person that Ruvain bought this field from, is Kasha. He's a difficult person. And I knew I would never be able to get the field from him. But Hashemi, you Ruvain is Nayakhli. You're easier to deal with. So I signed in the field that you Ruvain bought it specifically so that I could bring this moment in Bazdin and I could get the field from you because I knew I would never be able to get it from the previous owner. That is the din of Admin. No, from the fact that you signed on the sale, you lost your schos. Similarly, if this field is written as a boundary mark in a sale that the person himself signed, as well, you've lost your schos. So we have a machleik as Admon and the Chachamim, whether we view the signing of the star, oh, that is right now upon, that is being contested, whether we view that as a raya, that it's not yours or not. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Amar Abai, the din of the Mishnah, that when you sign on a field, you lost your schos, Elaid. The Machloikas that Admon says you have not lost your schos and the Chachamim said you have is only if you signed as a witness. 
But if I signed on that star as a daim, and then I myself want to contest the ownership, that is fine. Why? The Tani Aidan never signed on a document. You never want to put your signature on something unless you actually read the document and know what's going on. So if you read the document and then you signed it, that shows you not to ownership. But as we turn over to, to Kuftes, Ahmed Beis, one second, that's Kuftes Ahmed Aleph. When you turn over to Kuftes Ahmed Beis, here he is. Avol Dayanim. But when a Dayan signs a star, a Dayan could sign on a star, as Rashi points out, to certify the document even without reading it. Why? Because what's he signing? He signs that he knows that those signatures are appropriate signatures, but he doesn't necessarily look at the contents of the document. So if one signed as a Dayan, that does not necessarily call into question the validity of the sale. Continues the Gemara, excuse me, it doesn't necessarily show that he cannot contest the ownership afterwards. So the Mishnah continued, and the Mishnah concluded that if the sale, if the field is used as a boundary mark for another field, he has well lost his schos. Amr Abaya, again, qualifies his dinner the Mishnah, this is only when it's sold to another person. But if it's sold to that person himself, the person that is calling into question the sale, then we'll see what this means as we elaborate. To Amar, four lines on the top. You know why? Because again, I'm coming to bed and I'm saying, Ruvain, that field is mine. And Ruvain says, I don't understand, but you signed on a document a different field that I bought from you, and this field was listed as a boundary mark. So you know what I can tell you? I can tell you, if I didn't sign this document, you never have sold the other field to me. What should I have done? I should have made a grand announcement. Again, I'm calling into question Ruvain's ownership of field A. But I myself bought from Ruvain field B. And when I bought field B, it said that field A is a boundary mark owned by Ruvain. So what could I have done to protect myself? I should have made a grand announcement that, by the way, field A is now Ruvain's, it's really wine. He would never have sold me the field. So what should I have done? I should have been Meiser Maida. I should have told an aide, by the way, I'm only signing because I want to be able to purchase the other field. But really, the boundary marker is wrong. I would never have done that because people talk. And what would have happened is everyone would have found out that which I said. And then he would never have sold the field to me. So I needed to be able to buy field B. So I didn't protest. I didn't tell anyone about the boundary marker that was incorrect of field A. Just so that I was able to buy field B. We conclude this part of the year with a few short stories. Seven lines from the top. There was a person who... Let's say again the same case. I'm challenging the ownership of Ruvain of a certain field, but that field was used as a boundary mark in a sale lacher to someone else here. And then what happened? So he challenged and he said that other field is not yours. But then v'shachiv. Okay, let's not use myself. Let's use Shimon. And then v'shachiv. And then Shimon is nifter. So again, Shimon chal- uh, used that field as a boundary mark, and then he challenged the ownership of Ruvain of that other field. 
And Shimon is Nifter. So what does Bezdin do? Bezdin puts an Apachapa, Bezdin puts an administrator, a third party, to help the children. Bayi says, I'm sorry. You want to claim that that field is not Ruvain's, but the fact that you signed an Ishtar that says that that other field is a boundary mark, you lost your schos. Omar, the Apachapa says, one second. You know what the father of the Yisayimim, if Shimon was still alive, you know what he would have said? You know why I signed that the other field was a boundary marker? It wasn't because the whole field was. It's because there's one row in that field that's a boundary marker. You're saying very good, Abba Chappas. Now when you have a believability and credibility to say that the only reason why you signed is this being a boundary marker is for that one row. So says Abayah, Okay, so then go and at least give him that one field, that one row, because you're admitting that row is his. Says the Gemara, On that row, there was palms on it. And that's a very expensive tree. So says the Rabbi Trump is, If the father was alive, if Shimon was still alive, it's true that I signed in this field that this row is a boundary marker, but subsequently I bought these trees, this furrow from him. You're saying very good up at Chapis Tamar of Yechlain Tan Vamar Chazar to the Kartami Menu. If he says, I bought it back from them on Amar Abaya, I man the Mokin of a Chapa naked Kihai, Yabla Fuke Bishuta, the Yasmi. Comments Abaya, if someone has to create an Abachapas, make an Abachapas like this guy, this Abachapas did a wonderful job that he advocated for this Chosim of the Abachapas. And we continue with the Mishnah. And the second half of Koftasim Ebeis, which is case number five of Admoin, says the Mishnah Mishalchum Dinasiyamba of the Derech Sadehu. Someone goes overseas and he comes back and he sees that all the surrounding fields around his field were bought by different people, and he no longer has a entrance way into his field. He no longer has a road to get into his field because all four surrounding boundaries were bought by someone else. So what does he do? How does he get into his field? Admon, I marry you. Sarah says Admon. He has to be able to get into his field, so they give him the shortest possible route so he can get in, and then they lose the smallest amount of the the four new purchasers. They could sell him if he wants to buy a road. They could sell it to him for as much as they want. Or he has to fly in the air, basically saying that they can force him to pay whatever they want. If he wants to buy an entranceway into his field. Says the Gemara, one second. My time with the Rabban, Shabr, Kamar, Admin. Admin has a good time now. Admin saying, I used to have an entrance to my field. Now I have to have an entrance to my field. So why are the Rabban saying, no, they can charge an exorbitant amount? Admin seems to be correct. Explains the Gemara. The case is when four people surrounded it from four different sides. And therefore, as Rashi points out, each person could push him off and say, oh, don't come to me, go to the other guy. And it's a big circle. Each person could keep on pushing him off. And that's the reason why the Chachamim say they could charge as much as they want. Asks the Gemara. Okay, beautiful. Now the, now we flip it back and we say, so I'm mine. What's the reason you're saying you have to grant him a, a short path? 
If the four owners bought the field from four previous owners, or or four people who own it now bought it from one owner, then you're right. If there's currently four owners on the four fields, you're right. Each one could push them off, and Anman would agree that you, they don't, they're not forced to give him a path. Kibligi says, Rava, what is the machlekes in the Mishnah? One person currently owns all four fields, but he bought it from four different people. So Admin says, there's one owner now of all four fields. I can tell him, one of your four fields, I certainly have a road, and therefore you have to give me something. Rabban and Savri know that this guy can say, if you're quiet, then great. If you're quiet and you want to buy a path, no problem. And if you don't want to be quiet, I'll return the stars to the four owners. And you won't be able to get anything. So that is going to be the case in which there is a machlaikas, where there's currently one owner that bought it from four. And we conclude today's share with two stories. Aho, we're about 15 lines in the bottom of Koftesim and Beis. The first word in line is Behadayu. Aho, Damar, Lo, Dikli, Lebras. There was a man who said to the Yarshim, there's a Dekel tree should be given to my daughter. But he didn't say which tree. After he was Nifter, the Yisayman went and he divided, they divided up the estate, but they didn't give the daughter a palm tree. They didn't give her that Dekel tree. So Rav Yisayman thought the same thing as our Mishnah, that each one of the Yarshim could push them off and say, well, go to the other guy, go to the other guy. And therefore, they're not going to be able to gain any, she's never going to be able to get anything. Are the two cases comparable? But in this case, the tree is in the property of all the Yarshim. Because the father did not specify. And therefore, there's a, she has the ownership to something in their fields they have to give her. My Tekantayu says the Gemara. So what is the remedy? What should they do? They give her a tree and then go back and redivide the estate so that the division and the Yarshim all get equal shares. And we conclude with six lines at the bottom, says the Gemara, final story. There was again a man who's dying and he said to the Yarshim, a palm tree, a decal should be given to my daughter. And he left over two halves of two palm trees and some full ones. Ravashi was wondering, does a person call, call two halves of a tree a tree, and therefore they're able to give her two halves? Indeed, people do call two halves of the tree a tree, and therefore her hand is on the bottom hand, and that is what they're able to give her. We'll pick up from the next Mishnah as we can close out the final few days in the next year on Daf Kof Yud.